Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Kings of Queen City podcast. This is a very, very special episode. I am joined by my friend Quinn Rogers. Hello, hello. And then I am joined by my other good friend, Scotty Wolf. Hey, how's it going? And if you guys are hearing this, this is this is big time. We we've kind of had something brewing in the makings for a few months now. And uh, when this goes live, the uh, Kings of Queen City blog will now be officially live and it'll be up. Um, it's very big time right now. We are recording a little bit in advance. It's August 13th right now. So we'll kind of see when you guys hear it um, or see it, I guess. It's a blog. not the, I mean, hear or see, either or. Um, but we're very excited. I mean, we kind of tried to get a lot of the people that we know are diehard Cincy fans and that are as big into Cincinnati as we are. And We've got a really good team. So this episode is going to be kind of introducing you guys to them. And hopefully you guys check out the blog. We're going to be writing a lot of cool pieces. And so I kind of wanted to start uh, with both of you guys. Uh, why are you guys Cincinnati sports fans? Um, well, I'm born and raised in Cincinnati. So kind of grew up Cincinnati sports fan. Uh, nothing's changed. Uh, grew up by the time I was four or five, I was going to every Bengals game. We had like my family had season tickets. So Grew up around the Bengals, uh, Reds fan, but even more when they're good. Uh, <laughs> they're not watchable. It's uh, tough to follow watching a team lose 100 times. But Bengals through and through, I will always be there through all the pain. Yeah, misery loves company. So, Quinn, Quinn, why why are you a Cincy sports fan? Uh, kind of the same reasons, you know. You know, born up here in Dayton, Ohio. Family's always been Cincinnati sports fans. I, I was probably actually – and Anthony Munoz fan before I was a Bengals fan, but that obviously led into being a Bengals fan. And then, you know, the Reds just come, comes along with that. You know, obviously it is tough to watch them lose as they have, but recently it's been fun. It's definitely been fun to follow them. So. Yeah, definitely. The, I'd say the tides in both Cincinnati for both teams is, is going very well. So we're very excited for that. Uh, the next thing I kind of want to say is what is your guys' favorite memory of being a Cincinnati sports fan? Can be baseball, football, can be anything really. It's a tough one. It's a tough question. I'm not gonna lie. I'll go first. All right. I, this is kind of easy for me. I, that that 2015 uh, home game against the Seahawks in the 17 point fourth quarter comeback with the do, the doink of a field goal from from Mikey Boy Mike Nugent. You know, good old OH. That that one was just so crazy because like we even talked about like leaving that game like at some point in the like late third quarter. And then, like, they start to get it going. I'm like, okay, you know, we'll stay a bit longer. And then, you know, that last touchdown drive, to, I think it was to tie it, and Andy calls that uh, that QB draw because he sees they have no one in the middle and they, they only have, like, three or four yards to get. He just piles through, gets up, spikes the ball, just going crazy with it. Oh, that was so exciting. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly when – I, when I look back on it, too, especially since we started going to games, I mean, that's probably one of the most electric atmospheres I've ever seen Paul Brown at. I mean, they were good. I mean, they were undefeated. It was to keep the undefeated streak. I mean, just an absolutely insane game. Uh, Scotty, what's your favorite memory? Um, I'm probably going to have to couple it into two. Um, to preface this, I am 3-0 and personally at Heinz Field, which is a great accomplishment for me. <laughs> so I think 2009, Pike to Bins, when UC had that wicked comeback to beat Pitt, uh, that was awesome. And then I think it was 2012, but the year we went to Heinz Field, knocked them like out of contention for the playoffs and clinched the division on the John Brown field goal. Uh, yeah. That, that, was, that was a moment that was awesome being, you know, 
14, 15 years old in my Bengals stuff, enemy territory, watching coaches make terrible decisions, kind of a sloppy game. But beating the Steelers is always fun, man, especially there. It's even better. I mean, if I'm being honest, I think recently I would say the the Steelers game that we just won in primetime with Ryan Finley, I think that's it's always going to have a special place in my heart. I mean, that's a game that we we had an extra ticket and we were going to take one of our, our friend's girlfriends because she had never been to a Bengals game. And that was kind of something our friend wanted us to do. And I was like, I'm not going to take your girlfriend to a blowout of her first ever Bengals game when Ryan Finley's playing. Like, I, I refuse to let that happen. Yeah, dude, I was texting you that day. I was, like, home from school, and I'm like, I don't even want to go. My, like, I'm like, yeah. I guess I'll go. I, my mom and my sister wanted to go. So, like, we went, and I was like, I'm, I'm ready to leave by the second quarter once we're getting stomped. And we got there, and I was like, oh, th- this might happen. Yeah, I, I remember Quinn specifically. I remember we were like – we because at that time, we were still like, let's lose. Let's let's just, like, let's lose. Because that, that was what? for, for the, Was that for the pick, or was that for – that was after that was when Joe got hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, I was still like, let's, let's lose for the pick. Cause we want a better pick. I was like, let's not win. And then I remember it was like at the second quarter. I think when I looked at each other, like, let's just fucking win. Dude, let's just do it. I don't want to, I want to see him win. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was like, this is Pittsburgh. This would demoralize them. Like who cares about us? Let's just, let's, let's end them. Like it, let's make them hurt. Exactly. I mean, it's, Definitely, I think there's so many, especially recently, like there's a lot of iconic like Cincinnati sports moments. I think one of my favorite, even though it's not like a super, maybe not, it, it is positive, but it's not like a great memory. It has to be the, the thumb apology. I mean, just as there's a drive in the deep left field, I mean, there's, I don't think there's any moment better than that, maybe for the Reds in the past few years. Uh, when Castellanos does it again. Castellanos. <laughs> But when he does it again the next year, same spot, same place, oh, man. <laughs> that was unbeatable. Yeah, that was. <laughs> that's it's cool just because that's like a it's a national thing too. Like even people who don't who don't follow Cincinnati <laughs> or the Reds, they know the and there's a drive in the deep left center field. They everyone knows that. Yeah, it's and then because it was this year too when he did it again. He did it again when it was what was it like a I forget idolizing some St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man like, or military guy. Like some guy worked for the Royals for like 50 years and was like a World War II vet passed away. And like as they're eulogizing him, Castellanos just hits a bomb. I think someone the was like, center. if you ever have any awful piece of information to share on a broadcast, do not do it when the Castellanos is up to bat. Because <laughs> he just doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's going to go yard. Um, so kind of the, it's definitely not as fun to talk about, but I would say, especially being a Cincinnati sports fan, it's, it's definitely a misery loves company thing. Um, what is your least favorite memory of being a Cincinnati sports fan? I, I feel like it's pretty obvious. It's not, yeah. but we can't, we can't have to go in depth to it. I got to ask you guys your story about it too. So I, I whoever mean, wants to go fun. first, I can go deep cuts. I can go. There, there's plenty to pull from. I, if I'm being honest, one of my, it's not even least favorite, but it's funny because of how like bad it was, was Scotty and I watched the uh, Seahawks game in 2014 when the Bengals barely lost that game. Uh, and it was when John Ross had like, what, was it two touchdowns? I think John Ross actually looked good. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. And we, Scotty and I like bought in for like the week. We we're like, this team's insane. And then it was I, the first time we ever watched a game together. Like we met each other like a week or two. Yeah. Ago. Like this team could be good. And then it wasn't, it wasn't. 
Um, yeah, next week in the same place, losing by like forty to the Niners. We're like, ah, yep. We're like, maybe, maybe not so much. We're back. But, uh, but yes. What, what, what is your guys' least favorite memory of all time? You can give me a deep cut if you want to, but I mean, it's pretty obvious. I just kind of want to hear your guys' story on it. Um, I mean, just the classic. Like, I've never been as happy and as sad in a span of like five minutes as that playoff game. I mean. Like I paid, I pay, I paid for uh, the tickets. Like I took my dad, we went and I mean, I was in high school. So like dropping like the the 500 bucks for two tickets, like that hurt the bank account. But when yeah. AJ caught the touchdown, like that was the happiest I've ever been just followed by pure misery. It, and I don't think you guys can't really see it, but you can hear it. Like the, that moment I think is going to haunt Bengals fans forever. I will go to my grave thinking if Andy Dalton doesn't get hurt, we will at least play in and probably win the Super Bowl. I mean, I think that's probably the hill I'm always going to say I'm willing to die on in Cincinnati sports is, I mean, Andy Dalton has an MVP caliber season. I mean, obviously everything is going right. Like the offense is insane. Hugh Jackson is actually an insane offensive coordinator. They're, they're doing things on defense too. And just to have Andy playing his best football of his career go down with that kind of injury where when you need him the most, it sucked. I mean, forget the playoff game. A couple weeks before that in Denver, A.J. McCarron in overtime just doesn't jump on a ball. We have Andy. We win that game. We're the one seed. Oh, gosh. This is where it all, like, comes back up. Yeah, like, like, it it all comes back to you. You're like, man, everything that could go wrong just went wrong. And it's just like, of course. Like, what were were we thinking? Of course this happened. Yeah. Uh, Quinn, what were you going to say? Was that a – like the first drive or first play of overtime or something, or what they were trying to drive down the field. What, what I can't remember exactly the situation, but yeah, they got strip sacked like really early in the drive. And it's just like, you were so was like, let's, let's go do this. And then he just fumbles it away. I'm like, Oh, great. You know, typical. I think that was the game. McManus was like an absolute like boot too. I'm pretty sure he drilled like two, like 45 plus yarders. Which he always is. McManus is a quite the leg. I mean, when you play in mile high, though, I don't think it's really fair. Yeah, but, yeah, it's true. But Randy um, Bullock's not doing that. <laughs> but Evan McPherson might. Hey, we can only hope. I have a lot of faith in the kid. So the next one, I think, is a really fun one because when you look at the grand scheme of it, I really think Cincinnati has not been the biggest when it becomes to, I would say, like marketable players and stuff. But I think there's some gems. So who is your all-time favorite Cincinnati sports athlete and why? Um, so for me personally, uh, growing up, it was like Ocho Cinco. I mean, Chad Johnson, he was just incredible to watch. Uh, I mean, he was just so cool. He was like the epitome of cool. Like you watch him, you're like, I want to be like that guy. But he, he's just everything he did. You're like, that is sick. Um, weird one though. Uh, grow, like my first favorite Bengal player ever is one of the most obscure you'll think of. It was John Kitna. I had a John Kitna jersey, uh, John Kitna like kid helmet, uh, the John Kitna locker in my garage. I was a John Kitna kid. I was three in sports just for John Kitna. <laughs> like even in high school, I was like John Kitna's the man. I honestly did not know that about you. That is That's incredible. Kidno was like that. He wasn't, he was never really that guy, but he's in my mind, he's always going to be one of those guys. You know what I mean? He was always there. He was all right. I mean, yeah. He, 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 like, I, I don't hate him. He was, he's okay. He played football. 
You know, <laughs> he's a bangle. It's good enough for me. I definitely think Chad is such a like overwhelming favorite, and I love it because like Chad is literally what made it cool to be a Bengals fan. Like everybody from like that was a fan in the '90s and stuff talked about how bad it was, like how terrible the team was, and then you get a guy like Chad who's probably one of the most electric receivers in NFL history. I'll I'll be the one to say it. Like the guy put on a show week in and week out, and probably before it was huge to be the passing game. Like that was still when you had guys like in in the hardest in the hardest hitting like division of football of all time. I want to say you have Ray Lewis, you have Paul Amalu. I mean, maybe not the Browns, but like when you just have those two and like Ed Reed all in one division where you're playing those games uh, four times a year, like that's insane. No, man. Like it's, it's a cliche answer, but it's, it's cause it's true. Like it's, it's right. Like, you meet anyone, like, especially when we grew up, like he was just so cool. You, you go now and hear his mic'd up stuff. I remember being a kid and watching Hard Knocks, and like he's just awesome. Like, there, there's a reason everybody loves him. Like yeah. he was the guy in this city. Quinn, what about you? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it too because one of them I did not get to watch. I mentioned this earlier. Anthony Munoz. He's the entire reason for my football fandom. He was the reason I played football. The reason I watched football. The reason I loved doing it. Cause I wanted to be like Anthony Munoz and he's, you know, he's the only hall of famer we have. He's probably the best player they've ever had. And like his story is just so crazy. Cause like he was injured all throughout college and like, they weren't sure they're going to take him to take him, you know, and then he ends up being the best left tackle of all time. The best offensive lineman of all time is like the coolest thing here. And when they were doing the the hundred players, like of all time recently, and Belichick was like, my biggest mistake was not drafting Anthony Munoz. That was so cool to me to hear Belichick saying that. I was like, that is awesome to hear a guy like that saying that he wishes he had drafted someone the Bengals had drafted. You don't hear that a whole lot. But uh, yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, it was just kind of on the same vein. It's, it kind of goes back to Scotty's too. Like, you have that kind of moment where you have Bill Belichick talking about Anthony Munoz, hyping him up. And then there's also that soundbite of Mike up when it's Belichick and Chad for a game. And he's like, we're doubling you all game. And Chad was like, what? And he was like, yeah, like the, the call is this, like you are not going to have single coverage the whole game. It's awesome just to see the greatest coach of all time, like respect the Bengals, you know? Game yeah. respects game. Exactly. exactly. So who's the pick too, Quinn? Okay, so I, I'm going to go off recent memory. I think by far my most favorite recent Bengal is AJ. I think if Witt had stayed, he'd probably have that pick, but I'd, Man, just watching AJ throughout the years, like in person, it's it was just so crazy. I mean, you said it a lot back in the day. He's he was probably one of the best athletes we've ever seen with our own two eyes. I mean, he would you'd throw the ball up and he would go and get it. It did not matter who was on him, where you threw the ball. If he could catch it, he would find a way to either catch it or try and catch it and do his best. Like the Browns Hail Mary, when he is literally being tackled by six different defenders and juggling the football and somehow comes down with that ball, just I was in awe. Great guy to watch. I mean, I, I've always said that, like, you always realized AJ was, like, a different level of receiver. And I just remember so vividly, it was the Thursday night game against the Dolphins. There was roughly four or five ones that I remember seeing with my own two eyes. And I'm like, that that's, like, an unhuman catch. Like, he had, I would say, it's not the same level as the Odell catch. But, like, there was three in that game where he's getting dragged, pulled, and he just comes down with the craziest catches of all time. I do think, hate to bag on Andy a little bit, but, like, some of the times, some of the catches were so great because Andy just didn't throw the best ball. 
Yeah, but he was a guy that could fix that issue. Didn't have to be the best ball with AJ. I forget. Give him a chance. Yeah, I forget who it was, but someone uh, came out like after Andy left, and um, it was kind. It's been kind of after uh, when AJ was kind of banged up the last three years, four. He went to Arizona, and somebody was like, "It was like the stats of the Bengals with AJ Green without," and it was like over the years, everybody said Bengals didn't have a franchise quarterback, but he did. He just played wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, like he just made he made harder plays look routine like not to go back to that game but when he when we took the lead at home in the playoffs versus the Steelers like McCarron did not throw him a good ball that was not a good ball at all AJ was it's just so good he just he made a play look easy and walk into the end zone yeah it's just there and I think it's been a thing AJ's probably AJ and Witt I'd probably say are the big examples of it where I'd say we had some great players and probably not the biggest personalities. Chad's one that sticks out. Uh, Votto's definitely become that guy kind of too, where everybody kind of loves him. He's kind of beloved. He's he's a gem every time you get the mic on him or you get to hear him in an interview. But the Bengals have been pretty low-key with guys. Like even now, like Joe Burrow's not really a talkative guy. I mean, especially now, he just said he like deleted all social media. But like anything that guy would tweet or do before is viral. Like the second he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's awesome to see. I mean, I'll I'll share my story again. Um, my probably my favorite Bengal of all time is for sure Rashad Genty. As you guys know, we had him on the podcast a while ago. But if you didn't, I got to meet Rashad when I was a kid. My dad and uncle shout out to them. Always had Bengal season tickets, so I got to meet a few players. And I remember so vividly, like one of the first games that Madden I ever played. I played the Steelers, and who uh, wherever Rashad was got like subbed in the game and he made like the game winning interception for me. And I never forgot it. I was like, this is my favorite player for life. He just won me like the first game I ever remember of Madden and I got his Jersey and everything got to meet him. He was awesome. So we're friends now. He's just an amazing guy. Um, Without my like kind of Homer pick picking my friend really as my pick, I definitely think it, it's got to be AJ to me. If I'm being honest, just again, got to meet him a few times and it's just, the special thing is you got to see the guy do every week. I mean, for a while there, the Bengals draft picks were, were pretty good, but like you were waiting on the guy like that could do it. Like after that, like Chad was always that guy too, but kind of after that wave, you were looking for that guy and AJ was just that guy. No, I mean, we were, we've been fortunate enough. Like maybe we haven't been the best team, but like since we've all been watching, we have seen incredibly elite players at the wide receiver position in the Bengals pretty much every year. Yeah, yeah, you had Ocho for the stretch, and then you had a decade of AJ Green, and then we lose him and spend a pretty high pick on another receiver. So we'll see how that goes. But it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. This uh, we we just have a lot to look forward to in Cincinnati sports. And I mean, that kind of leads me into my my last question. I mean, what are what are you guys personally excited about the blog? I mean, I know that the reason I ever wanted to do a podcast is because I just thought it'd be fun to kind of try to build a community, I would say. And I mean, that's kind of what we've done with our friend group. I mean, a lot of the people that we run around with or talk to, we have a, we have a Reds group message. We have uh, like, we have Bengals group message. We, we're always at tailgates together. Like, it's just kind of what we do. And I mean, as you've seen recently, like Bengals Twitter is like a, a different level of like Twitter, I guess. And it's just, it's crazy to me. That's always been something I kind of wanted to do. And that's kind of why I started the podcast. I wanted people to like, hear my voice, hear what I had to say. I always think I've got something to say, even though I just have a microphone in front of me, really. But what was kind of, what are you guys excited for about the blog? Yeah, I mean, 
whenever like no matter what i'm doing in my head somewhere is always just something about the since like cincinnati sports typically the Bengals, but whether it be you know the reds or even fc like there's always something i'm thinking about and it's pretty much what i talk about anyway like i'll shoot anyone a text and like oh this is what i'm thinking or, oh i want to talk about this with somebody i'll shoot them a text but so just to have the ability to like you know whatever i'm thinking put it on put it on paper or whatever you know get it out there and we'll see if people agree or not they might not always i have some out there thoughts but just to have the ability to do that um and even on a wider scale rather than just texting in these group chats all my friends i'm pretty pumped up about just being able to talk cincinnati sports whenever i want to yeah definitely corn what about you yeah, absolutely. Kind of the, the same way, just just having an outlet to be able to put my thoughts on a paper, you know. Yeah, I, I have this internal monologue all the time when I'm listening to people talk about the Bengals or when I see tweets and stuff that like I have these opinions and like now I actually get to to voice those opinions and have them be heard, hopefully. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think it's just it's really cool because I think one of the main reasons you guys were my first choices, too, is. Quinn has a – Quinn won't say it himself, but when we played football together, Quinn was probably one of the best athletes I ever played with just back in the day. Like, Quinn was an insane offensive lineman. He knows a lot about the game. Like, Quinn's probably one of the more cerebral people that I know that, like, watches football. Like, Quinn knows what's going on, and he, like, gets it. And I I, I always thought that if we did something like this, Quinn was going to be somebody I wanted to, to do stuff, maybe offensive line play and just to kind of get – a former players eye about it and then with scotty i mean i don't think since i've met somebody i don't think there's been anybody that has bled cincinnati as much as scotty does like when i say this guy probably bleeds skyline i am i'm not kidding yeah i mean uh it's always kind of been my thing i mean I, we met a couple of years ago and it was like instantly we just clicked first yeah. thing someone's like it's like, oh, this is Eli. Uh, he went to X and instantly, like, I just went and started talking shit about him. I was like, ah, I'm going to hate this guy. It was and, it was super funny because we we started talking. And I mean, there's a reason I left to say if you didn't like it. So we, we had that kind of agreement in common. And then you would still chirp me. But then we started talking and we realized we were at all of the same events that were so awful in our life. Like we were both at the playoff game. I think that was like the second thing we ever talked about. And I think that it shows you how much like being a sports fan, regardless how stupid someone thinks it is, like that's the shit that people make friends and you make like these connections with. Oh, yeah. I mean, sports are almost like I, I tweeted a little bit ago, just like goofing around. But I saw a clip and it was, you know, after the Giants had that scuffle like in practice recently. And it was just some random, you know, dude was out running laps in his yard because the, the Giants were. And I'm like, that that's what sports do to you. Like everyone is just a psycho person that follows sports and it just may they make it seem like it's normal like yeah. I, I do some crazy things with the bangles and i just view it as a normal thing i'm like ah it's the bangles you know uh it, it's it they make you crazy but at the end of the day like you, you're you just love them you you breathe it you live for it yeah, I think it's and it's something so cool about the sports nowadays. I think it's more of an experience and it's like a bonding thing almost. And I think that's what we've done. And I mean, that's basically the reason I wanted to do the the blog and the podcast is just kind of keep building the community. Like when I talk to the main reason I want to do it is whenever I talk to you guys, like there's conversations we have. I'm like, someone needs to hear this besides us just talking to group message or just talking to ourselves. Like 
we have some stuff to say that I think is not only funny i think some of it's insightful i think it's just interesting and i think it's entertaining stuff and i think that's kind of the big thing i i don't and i don't think any of us have the attitude that we think we know better than people i think we're all willing to learn see what other people think too and so i'm just i'm really excited i think we've got a really cool group to to do this with and i think it's going to be awesome going into this year to to have this and be the first inaugural season of the kings of queen city podcast and blog so it's going to be it's going to be great this was the key we needed. Super Bowl champs this year. <laughs> you heard it here Absolutely. first. Quinn, do you have any other hot? Are you gonna are you gonna hot take it off with the World Series too? Oh uh World Series champs. Uh Castellanos is gonna be MVP. We'll have a either <laughs> either Stevenson or probably more likely India being rookie of the year, uh Burrow comeback player of the year. You know, we're we're gonna we're getting all of it. I love it. I mean, it's right we're gonna down. be the city of champions. Hey, I've been waiting 22 years for it. <laughs> Hey, and it's coming soon. It's coming soon. But that is going to do it for this one, guys. I hope you enjoyed. Again, when this episode is live, the blog will be live. So make sure to go check it out. Uh, we'll make sure once we do this, we update all of our link trees. So we'll have my Twitter, Scotty's Twitter, Quinn's Twitter, Jake's, our Kings of Queen City Twitter. Just make sure to go check it out. I'm really excited for this. I hope you guys enjoy. And I mean, you guys have, I mean, you guys maybe heard the sign off, but what we're going to do is Scotty will sign it off with a who day and then Quinn will do a a go Reds and we'll get out of here. Hey, who day, baby? Let's go Reds. Let's go.